Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Let's talk about it with your host, Felita. Today, I'll be diving right into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, discussing fashion highlights, notable drama, and my thoughts on what could possibly come next. Yeah, and today I'm rocking my beanie because you guys know I love a good beanie. And I actually have on my glasses today. I feel like wearing my glasses. The weather here is snowing, which is awesome. Super happy. We needed some snow. I always want a white Christmas. Haven't had a white Christmas in so long, but I'm excited. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm sure the kids were like bummed out because yesterday they had you know, the day off because of MLK. And now they're back to school. So a stinker. I've digressed. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay, let's kick off with the dashing fashion statements of the night. Lisa Barlow and Monica's dresses were straight up wins for me. Both looked nothing short of gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Lisa was a stunner in her dress. Had an overall score for me, a 10 out of a 10. Absolutely beautiful. Monica looked gorgeous as well. The dress color, beautiful. She looked like she might have slimmed down. Monica's actually a beautiful girl. You can't take that away from her. She's absolutely beautiful. The dark hair, the dark skin, we just don't know who she is. So I think that's the real problem. But taking, we can't take away her beauty. She's absolutely beautiful. In my opinion, I think she's gorgeous. So those two were hits for me. Thumbs up. However, I must say, Heather's outfit did not quite match up for me. It seemed a bit old for her because Heather's young and I just didn't like the style. I did love the color. The pretty like coral was absolutely beautiful. I love that. And I wasn't a fan of Angie K, Whitney's or Meredith's look. Was not a fan was like, eh, okay. And Angie, I guess, Angie's was okay. I couldn't say that it, it was, like, bad. It just was, it was okay for me. It was cute. Yeah, I guess it really wasn't bad. It was just, but it didn't stand out to me. That was, like, a stunner. Like I said, the two stunners, hands down, were Lisa Barlow and Monica. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Loved, loved, loved it. Yeah, and um, moving on from the fr- the fashion I'm going to dive right into some juicy revelations from the reunion. Monica's divorce settlement was a hot topic with her ex-husband evidently having a, he has a cushy job. He has a great job. He makes good money and Monica is going to receive $6,600 a month. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's like pretty good money. Despite her having the affair with the brother-in-law. It also came out that this affair, that this eight-month affair, I believe it was eight or nine-month affair that she had with the brother-in-law was a few years ago. When you watch it play out on the show, you feel like it was very current, that it was like it just recently happened. However, it had happened a few years ago. So I'm not really sure. I'm sure right after that, she and her husband were divorced. Like, you can't stay with someone. And it's not her husband's brother. It was her husband's sister's... Yeah, her husband's sister's husband. That's how it was. Still 
Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> Tacky. Oh, you're a wrap. We're done. Finish. Goodbye. <laughs> Never want to see you again. Like, we will figure out how we are going to do this co-parenting type of thing, but you and I cannot see each other and because I'd be, like, totally disgusted. I wouldn't even want to look at you. Yes, yeah, she got that, and I keep looking because I have a lot of notes over here. Then there, then the, so that was a win for Monica. That was awesome. She got the child support because regardless of... You know, what we may think of her, she is a mother, she gave these children, and she still has to care for them, so it doesn't matter what happens. She slept with the brother-in-law, he still needs to care for his kids. That's, like, super important, and I would never promote a deadbeat dad. So her getting that monthly child support was a huge win, and that's, off. that's awesome for her. So I'm happy. Her kids will be well taken care of. Uh, and let's see. Then there's a um, then there's the Monica relationship with Jen Shaw, who is now currently um, in prison, serving her jail sentence for scamming elderly people out of millions of dollars. That is like disgusting. Jen Shaw is a terrible human being, and she always was like, "I'm innocent. I'm innocent." N -n not so much. You're a freaking, you're a con artist, you're a criminal, and you should be behind bars. And you know what's so interesting? I think she only got about seven years. She should have gotten like 15 or 20, really. I could care less because you have no heart to do that to, to elderly people and just take money from them and they're struggling. I was just disgusted. I, don't, I have no respect for people like that. They are bad people. But really trying to just figure out, like, the relationship between Monica and Jen Shaw. Like, how did that all come about? So I guess Monica is claiming that she was an assistant and title only, but she was never paid for it. She did it because they were friends. And from what I'm hearing is, you know how you can go on that website? What is that website? I think it's like thumb thumbtack I think it is and you can find contractors I've utilized them as well so I apologize if I'm screwing up I think it's thumbtack so Jen Shaw reached out and apparently Monica's ex-husband must be a contractor hired him for a job and Monica went along she came along with him to Jen's house and that's how they met him um, I think she's always had this obsession with Jen anyway, so she knew where she lived, and once he got the job, she was like, I'm gonna go with you and just befriend this woman. So she's basically saying that she was unpaid assistant, she was just her friend, and she would run errands for her. She would, if she needed grocery, her dry cleaning, whatever, because Jen's life was like crazy, make sure she got to appointments on time because Jen, I guess, was always behind the eight ball. She couldn't get out of her own way. So I guess the question is, when did, if she was your friend, when did you decide to try to secretly take her down with recordings and the stalking and everything? That's really still unclear to me and I'm sure most viewers as well. Monica is stating that she treated her employees that worked for her very nasty. 
And when she saw that, that's when she was like, you know what, I'm going to take her down and secretly videotaping her and as well as recording her. That was her mission is to take her down. Let's see. She also mentioned, Monica also mentioned, Andy asked, did the FBI contact you in regards to Jen Shaw? She stated no. She reached out to them and stated, I have information that might be helpful towards your case against Jen Shaw. So she helped provide information. I'm not really sure if she testified, but she definitely did provide information to the FBI to help take her down and to build a case against Jen Shaw, which is great. Just like the recording and the stalking and going to her house, driving in the car with the scarf on her head and low key watching her. It's like freaking weird. Like you have four kids, like who's watching the kids? Are you doing this while the kids are in school? Just like bizarre. I think like when you pursue something like that, that in itself is a full-time job because you become obsessed with that person. So for me, I feel like she was 1000% like obsessed with Jen and she was obsessed with the show and obsessed with trying to get on the show. Like they ask like, how did you get on the show? And she's I emailed the producers and said, your show sucks. It's going to get canceled and pretty much you need me and that's when she went on and was like you know what i slept with my my brother-in-law if you hear that is like juicy you're like who is this person whoa you are 1000 percent forthcoming with all this info so they found her interesting and that's what she wanted to do she wanted to be on the show she got it i don't even know if you think about it like she broke the fourth wall right like she had a plan she went in to say, you know what? I am going to do whatever I can do to get on this show. And she got on the show and she deceived so many people. It's still questionable. Like I said, if production knew all this information beforehand and they just held it, they also feel like I don't feel like the cast knew because that's something that I could not fake. If someone has deceived me and I am fully aware of it prior to taping, I'm going to have a hard time being phony. I'm not going to like you. And that's when people would say, why is she so nasty? It's like, because I know that she's freaking no good. She's NG straight up. NG all day. Yeah. So I have a problem with that. Let's see. Also, I know I'm just reading notes here. I wrote, I have so many notes. You have no idea. And adding to Monica's list of controversy is he was the one that started the rumor about Angie Kay's husband being gay and sleeping with men. And if you go back and you watch the episodes, like I know about the husband. But then we can circle back to the beginning when Meredith was like in that voice, that London voice. You want to go there with husband? It was like hilarious. Like, so I feel like Meredith knew as well. However, she wasn't saying anything. She was like, you want me to go there with husband? But Monica was the one that 
started like spreading and like laying like the breadcrumbs, just like spreading the sprinkling breadcrumbs around. So people was like, what? Whitney was like, what is it? What is it? And then once she told Whitney, Whitney told Lisa Barlow, who was like, I don't believe that. And Angie Kay, it was brought to Angie Kay's attention. And Angie Kay's like, it's a lie. Angie Kay did admit, like, when they first started dating, that people wondered if he was. And then when they started dating, that rumor, like, went to bed. You know, and I don't know, just because, like, he's a hairdresser. So I feel like that's, like, common. If you're a hairdresser, people automatically assume that you're gay and you're not. The only part that I'm questioning is when Angie mentioned this to her husband, he became very, he got really emotional and started crying and said that he's worked so hard so their daughter wouldn't ever hear anything negative and he wants to be this great dad. So I was a little just, huh? I was definitely perplexed because I thought like, why are you crying if it's not true? If it's not true, I'm not even giving an ammo. I would sh shut it down. What? Girl, bye. Get out of here with that BS. What do you mean? I'm not even going to feed it. And I would never bring it to my husband. And then my husband is crying. So I was just a little confused on that. I'm still just, I don't know. So that's just, if he is, and if they have that kind of relationship and she knows, it's like, hey, it is, it is what it is. A lot of people have open relationships. You've been together, you have a kid, you have children. You're just like, hey, don't disrespect me, whatever. To each his own. It's not in my house. It's not bothering me. I don't really care. But that's the only thing that was questionable to me is that, like, he's crying. He was, like, really upset. Like, I was like, whoa, why are the tears? I'm very confused. I don't understand why this is happening. Angie... Um, and her husband both um, deny it. They're like, it's false. It's a lie. Andrew was very upset. Her husband was upset. I was like, I wouldn't even, like I said, I don't even feed that. That's like, please say, yeah. Next. What else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to say? I, that doesn't move me at all. And again, like I said, it'd be definitely something I wouldn't bring to my husband. Yeah. So again, I was like, hmm, what's really going on? I don't know. But yeah, you know, like Angie said that, you know, rumors like that could um, affect their business because she is um, a pillar in her community, both she and her husband, and they just don't want to have any negative talk about them, which I understand. But again, like I said, I wouldn't even give it any girl bye. Next. <laughs> okay, let's see. And then I wanted to talk about when they went to Bermuda, Lisa Barlow lost her $60,000 ring. In between utilizing the bathroom, public restroom, she lost, I believe it was in the airport, she lost uh, the ring. I'm, I'm really not sure. But a lot of people were like, they believe that Monica took the ring. You know what? That's That could be true. Because, like, she is a liar and she's a scammer. She's a con. To me, she's a con. And she could have. She said, I didn't go to that bathroom for at least 30 minutes after the whole thing, the missing ring. I don't know. I just really wouldn't put it past her. I, I would hope she wouldn't do something like that because Lisa said it was something that it was more than just a $60,000 ring. It was 
something that she could have lost her son and it had such a significant value to her that her husband, John, had purchased that ring to her, for her, I'm sorry. And it was more than that. So sure, she has another ring, but it's not the same. Um, and I can understand that. You know what? If Monica did it, shame on you. And I live by this. What's done in the dark will always come to light. You, you can't go through life being dirty and treating people a certain kind of way because every dog has their day. And you're never going to flourish in life. You're never going to prosper by doing people dirty. She'll get hers. It may not be now, a year or two. She'll have her day. If she did that, karma is a bitch. Okay. Yeah, and this is another thing. So that was the whole thing. And, and then and when they were in Bermuda, like I said, I just don't understand. Like, her family, who supposedly lives in Bermuda, did not want to see her. I feel like that was a whole lie. I feel like she lied about the whole thing. There was never the family. Like, she had never intended on seeing them if she even lives there. My family built this whole island. I think it's a lie. I don't believe anything that rolls off her tongue. She is a liar. Everything she say says is very calculated. Yeah, I believe the crocodile tears and getting herself upset. Like her mother says, you're losing sight. You're losing sight of what the plan and what's going on. You're an actress. So, you know, like, she just put on the tears and, like, stay. Hey, let's show us your best performance. I got to show these ladies. Show my tears. I'm going to show them that I'm an A1 movie star. Yeah. I just believe it was a whole lie. My personal feeling. So, now, they leave the island. They're back home. Now... Since they have found out that Monica is the one that has the Instagram account that was directly going after Jen and the other ladies as well. So many videos have surfaced. It's insane. I can't even believe that people just pull out their, their phones and start recording and videotaping. Like, they're doing shit I would never think of. I'm like, what? I have never been with my girlfriends and like... Let me hit record. Let me secretly videotape them. Like, I don't roll like that. And you're not even going to be in, be my friend. Deuces, and I'm out. Bye. But yeah, to make matters worse, a video surfaced showing Monica speaking extremely disrespectful to her mother. It's one thing to have a disagreement with your mom. Because we all have had those, right? Disagreements. I have one. Okay, mom, I'll talk to you later. This was on another level of disrespect. It was honestly very difficult for me to watch the video. The F-bombs, get the fuck out of my house. It was like, holy Toledo. Who talks to their mama like that? Apparently she does. It was Disgust. I was so disgusted with her. I was like, wow, that's how we're talking to your mama? I don't care. Like, your mother brought you into this world. She gave you life. I don't know what warrants someone, really don't know what warrants an individual to speak to a parent like that. I don't know. 
I'm like, wow. I just shook my head in disgust because it was absolutely disgusting. I could not believe it. It was like, whoa. I actually forwarded the video to a few of my girlfriends who are just as invested as I am in the Housewives franchise. And we were just like, they'd send me stuff. I'd send them stuff. We were just like, what? We're like, we got to get together. Let's get the popcorn out. It's crazy. I'm still like, when I think about it, I'm like, who? it's like, you talk to your mother like that? Wow. Extremely disrespectful. The, the respect, I can't. Yeah, pretty bad. I don't know. So I'm just really waiting for part two. And part three, I feel like they're going to save part two towards the end. That's when it's going to be like Monica and all the, the secret Instagram account. All that's going to start coming up because that's when they save it. They want to keep you tuning in. So they just string you along, wheel you in, and you're like, okay, enough already. Can we just get to the juicy part, which is Monica? Yeah, so coming into the future of the show, I personally have doubts about Monica's return next season. Her credibility is definitely 1,000% questionable. And the relationship between she and the other ladies, I don't know. I just don't know who would film with her. No, because you have to question the authenticity of everything that comes out of Monica's mouth. I still don't know who she is. Is she Monica Heller? Is she Monica? There's another name she has. She has so many aliases. It's like crazy. Who will the real Monica please stand up? Please stand up. Who the hell is she? No one knows. She's shady. I don't know. She has like this real murky, dark side, like criminal-minded... Yeah, you just, I just feel like the ladies could never really truly befriend her. Like, you're not going to tell her something that you wouldn't want known. You're never going to share with her. So, yeah, I just, yeah, I can't. For me, I would say it, it's a wrap for me. I would definitely not film with her. I'd film and talk to all the other ladies and act like she didn't even exist. I really would. I wouldn't have one word to say to her. So that's that's the only thing I wonder about. It's like it's just it's such a strain on the cast. Like all the other ladies get along, they can trust each other, they're not wondering, excuse me, if they're being secretly recorded or videotaped and you know, someone has an ulterior motive. And that's what Monica has, an ulterior motive. Like, you, it's like you can't trust as far as you can throw her because you could probably throw her right in front of you, but not as far as you could see her because she could walk and do stuff. I can throw you right in front of me. That's as far as I trust you. Like, if zero trust for you. It's just, I don't know. I just think it makes for just not a good you know, dynamics because, like, then the audience sees it and it's just, uh, it's just not working. It's not gelling. It's just not at all. So I wonder, I wonder about it. I just don't know. And again, we still have, I'm waiting the next two episodes to come out. Let's see what's going. I am, I can't wait to hear what she said. She's, I have the tea, I have receipts, so I have no idea. Let's go.
I'm ready. She's locked and loaded. She's got her ammo. Let's go. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be tuning in for the juice, though. I don't watch it the day of, admittedly, because it comes on late. So I watch it um, the following day on Thursday on Peacock, which is, um, yeah, it's just no commercials. And yeah, I love it. It's not, <laughs> of course, it's edited, but they don't edit out any of the, um, the swearing or anything like that. So it's really good. Love that. Let's see. Yeah, so we'll just, like I said, we'll just have to see what really unfolds on the next two episodes. But switching gears for now, I wanted to share some of my personal aid updates. <laughs> I'm currently embracing a lifestyle change, committing to dry January. Yeah, it's been great. I love it. I've never, never done it before. Like I've had a lot of friends like do it. And you, like I said, you're always going to have things going on in your life, like birthday parties, like my husband's birthdays in January. And I was like, yeah, sorry, babe. It's a good old H2O for me. So, that's been great. And you know what? I'm not even saying like when February comes, I'm like, oh, let me go clap. I'm sorry, clap. <laughs> Grab a glass of wine. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep going with it. I feel good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that. And I'm exploring my vegan and pescatarian diet options. I've been doing amazing with that. So good. It's honestly been less pescatarian i want to say it's probably been five percent pescatarian 95 percent plant-based vegetarian so i'm super happy yeah i'm really proud of myself i feel really good i'm still like journal um like how i feel like my energy level i'd be really curious to see like how my cardiovascular output is if that really improves and i feel like you need to have a couple of months under your belt to really get some solid data. Yeah, so I'm trucking on. I love it. I'm, and like I said, I'll have my hiccups um, along the uh, with this new lifestyle change that I, I really want to embrace because anyone that knows me, um, re anyone that knows me really well, this is something that I've, I've struggled with back and forth. I really want to do it. So now I'm going to do it. And again, I'll have hiccups along the way but I'll jump right back on. And hopefully by the end of 2024, I'll be full plant-based, not even pescatarian, just plant-based vegetarian. Yay. The, that's the goal. That's the goal. 1,000%. <laughs> that's the goal. But I also wanted to dive in and talk about this series um, that I found on Netflix. And I found myself like engrossed in this Netflix series it's only four episodes. It's called You Are What You Eat. And basically, they did a study with twins because twins share the same DNA. We all have the same DNA if we have the blinks, but they truly have the same DNA. And they did a, oh, they did a study where one was plant-based and one was omnivore. It's fascinating. You have got to watch it. If you have Netflix, I encourage you to please watch it it is so good and it will change the way you look at food and what you put in your body and i've always said that as a health coach nutritionist i am i've always been about you are what you eat if you eat 
crappy food, you feel crappy. You ever go out the night, you know, before you've done a lot of bad eating and drinking, you feel horrible the next day. And sometimes as you get older, you can't really bounce back. Like it doesn't take a day. Sometimes it takes people two days or three days to really start feeling better. They have a foggy head. They're just not feeling good. But when you fuel your body with good stuff, good food, you feel amazing. Your energy, everything. So please watch it. It is, oh, it changes so many things. It changes, oh, yeah, it's really good. It's, that's all I can say. Like, even if you don't have it, please just like subscribe, get Netflix, get Netflix. If you only watch that and you cancel, please, you have to watch it. And I'm sure you're going to be hearing it from other people as well. Netflix, four episodes, You Are What You Eat, a study that was done with, I believe, um, 20, 22 twins, I believe, but they really focused on, I believe, four sets of twins. So it's just, it's so good. Please watch it. I loved it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's, it's just going to really make you really deeply think about what you put in your mouth and what you're consuming really and you're gonna walk away you're gonna walk away like wow that was extremely informative and i really learned something but yeah it's so awesome i loved it really did okay think I know I have so many notes, so I'll keep looking. I'm like, what else is it? Uh, okay, so I think that's really it. With that, this concludes this episode of Let's Talk About It with your host, Felita. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for always supporting me. And please continue to support, share, spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues, tell the person in front as well as in back of you at a store. Please do. And with that, I'm signing off. Let's talk about it. And I will see you next week for another engaging episode of Let's Talk About It. Have a fabulous day. Bye.